0: In each of our readings today, we begin with that reading from St. Paul, and then in the Gospel today, we have these two scenarios that happen with our Lord there. But in each of these scenarios, we see something interesting. We see St. Paul begging the Philippians to follow the way of life that they have been taught. They've forsaken this, and so he, he stops no short of groveling nearly begging them to turn back to the faith that they know, to the faith that they have already learned, to conduct themselves according to the model that he taught them. And then we have in the gospel, this official or magistrate approaching our Lord, kneeling down to him, humbling himself, begging our Lord to save his daughter knowing that only our Lord can provide that help and bring her to life. And then we have the woman who has been suffering hemorrhages for 12 years, who knows that if she merely touches the tassel on the cloak of our Lord, that she will be healed. We have a couple of common themes throughout these readings. First, we have a great theme of excellent fathers caring for their children. We see St. Paul caring for his children in Christ, seeking to restore justice and order as any father should amongst his family and amongst his children, because that is the duty of a father, is it not, to seek justice and order in his family. But we also see this official begging for the life of his child, as any father would find himself doing as well. Begging our Lord to save her, knowing that no one else can. But in addition to these two great examples of fathers, in all three of these things, we see one common theme, and that is of humility. St. Paul recognizing that he must get down on his knees and beg his people to turn back to the Lord. This official getting down on his knees and begging the Lord to save his daughter. And this woman with hemorrhages not seeking much more than just to touch the tassel of our Lord, knowing that that will be enough. This great virtue of humility is practiced by all three of these people today. And perhaps it's providential. I recently ran across a book that I think just came out. It's called The Paradise of the Soul. And it's actually a translation of a work by St. Albert the Great, who was St. Thomas's teacher. And in this book, he has 42 different virtues that he speaks of, which can help us become more perfect and better people. But the last chapter I read, perhaps, again, I say this is most likely providential, was on humility. And so St. Albert the Great has some wonderful things to teach us about what it takes to be humble. And so if we strive to be humble like our Lord desires us to be, and like these three great examples we have in our readings today, first, we must not seek recognition for those things that we do. We should not compare ourselves either with those who are superior or inferior to us. Simply do not compare yourselves to others. The humble man would not spurn anyone because that person who lives with humility does not presume to know the goings-on in any heart except his own. And even then he probably needs some humility to recognize he doesn't always know his own heart. The humble man desires to be overlooked. He does not desire glory or praise. And because of these three things, he also does not fear slander or gossip being spread about him because he knows the truth of himself. And the humble man delights only when glory and praise is given to our God. In fact, he's saddened when it is given to him because that truly belongs to God himself, that glory and that praise. And St. Albert reminds us that if we know ourselves truly and honestly, then we recognize our own fragility and weakness and that everything comes from our God in heaven. All that we need and all that is good in our lives is a gift from Him, helping us to understand that definition of humility, which is recognizing our place before God. I think that humility is especially an important virtue for us men and those called to be fathers, because if you look around the world, there are many, many things with men's names on them, right? We have the Roman emperors who couldn't resist putting their name on stuff, right? We still have buildings in Rome with Julius Caesar's name on them because the man had an ego the size of, well, like Rome, you know? But over and over again, this is a virtue that is especially important for men and for fathers. We are called to fade into the background and to serve those around us, to do what must be done to provide for our families, and to provide like St. Paul did for justice and order in our families. We have a wonderful model of this in St. Joseph. But this virtue its not just for us men, it is for all of us. Knowing our place before God. And so let's follow St. Paul's call to the Philippians today, to strive with all of our might and bring with all of our might to the Lord for assistance this, this struggle for virtue, this struggle to live as we have been taught by Christ our Savior. Let's strive to be humble like the official today who recognize that life itself is a gift that can only be given by our Lord. And let us approach our Lord desiring maybe only to touch the smallest tassel on his cloak so that we might be healed of any vice we find in our hearts and grow in virtue every day of our lives.